Welcome to another of the uh, 10 Minutes with podcasts that Jonathan Strawn and I have been doing as a special feature of uh, the Good Street podcast. And today we're spending 10 minutes with uh, a brilliant critic and fiction writer, Gwyneth Jones, whose study of another brilliant critic and fiction writer, Joanna Ross, is now nominated for this year's Hugo Award. So congratulations on the nomination, Gwyneth, and welcome. Thank you. I'm hoping that uh, that's a very odd category you're in, but uh, I'm hoping we can chat a little bit or at least plug people, plug the the, the book for people. But let's start with the 10 minutes of questions that we uh, start all of these with. And the first one is, what are you reading now and what do you think of it? Um, Let me see. What I'm reading now principally is a book called What is Madness by somebody called Damien Leader. Hmm. And I'm reading it um, out of curiosity and also for um, uh, reasons that I'm not ready to discuss yet about writing in the future. Um, okay. And it's, yeah, it's a um, it's kind of a, it's kind of a cheat. This book, I, I, I it's very interesting, very very interesting indeed. Um, but at first I thought, well, good heavens. Um, this is this was published in 2011, and I did think we would have moved on from the Bates Motel. Really? I think I did think that 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 psychiatry and psychoanalysis would have something else to offer besides um, traumatic relationship with the mother, uncertainty about the father, and um, um, for quite a, a large proportion of the book, you don't get that impression. It's actually just where we were, just where we were. Um, and it's uh, it's then it's got case studies also, uh, which was also quite interesting. Uh-huh. I do know. I mean, the famous case studies. Um, I have. Have you heard of someone called the Wolfman in this? I mean, in this particular context, psychoanalysis, the, the Freud, the Freud piece, the, wolf, the Wolfman. Huh. Well, I, I had heard of him, but and he's a uh, he's famous, which would be very pleasing for him if he was still alive. Uh-huh. He's famous uh, because he was analysed by all the greats, counting Freud and and all sorts of people whose names right. weren't that familiar to me. And um, he was he was called the Wolfman, and I had always imagined that he was called the Wolfman because he was or believed he was a werewolf. Exactly. Mm-mm-mm. No, it was because of a dream he had, which actually sounds like quite a nice dream to me, where he looks out of his bedroom window as a little boy from his bed and he sees this tree outside. And in this tree, there are sitting eight white wolves and they're all looking at him. That's a wonderful dream. It doesn't sound too bad to me. No. Anyway, it's, it's, yeah. No, one of the things I remember uh, reading um, years ago, um, and of all things, Jack Williamson's autobiography, and Jack Williamson may have been the first science fiction writer to undergo a, a, a kind of psychoanalysis back in the 30s. And uh-huh. one of the things that they clearly wanted to cure him of was science fiction. All these stories he's been writing, they, they viewed as symptoms. And this sounds like a case of the same thing. It sounds like a wonderful kind of image, which in the in the hands of the wrong people is just pathology. Well, for the first three long paragraphs of this chapter on this uh, Wolfman, who's actually called Sergei, um, uh, uh, it's not Prokofiev, it's Pankev, Pankajev. Ah. Um, I thought, um, well, 
what on earth are they tormenting this poor young man for? The, the, every single psychoanalyst in, in Europe and, and beyond seems to be desperate to get hold of this young man and, and, and psychoanalyze him. And then in the third paragraph, it says this young aristocrat. And I thought, aha, aha. it's the money. <laughs> he has the money and he is indulging in this in this uh, rich young man's hobby. But he that was troubled. He, definitely he was troubled, but definitely also the psychoanalysis did him no good whatsoever. And it went on for years, 30 uh-huh. years. Yeah, that's that's one of the people. And, and the same goes for the other people who are um, famous cases. Well, the, the other ones I didn't know were famous. And then at the very end of it, um, at the very end of the book, uh, um, he kind of, uh, Mr. Leader, then flips it. And says, yeah, psychoanalysis is does people no good at all. We should treat psychoanalysis <laughs> completely differently. That sounds like uh, a very odd book. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is. It's odd and it's odd and it's worth reading. Um, well, one of the reasons, um, as you touched on just now, one of the reasons I was reading it was because of the, oh, I say the, the, the congruence between having um, little cohorts of imaginary friends and imaginary enemies in your head going on, going around, having adventures together and um, the fantasies that people get psychoanalyzed for. I mean, if you're a writer of fiction or especially, I suppose, a writer of science fiction, Mm. I don't see much of a distinction. You invent these people, these other selves. And you put them through their paces and you enjoy their adventures. And, um, yeah, isn't that some isn't that kind of crazy? It's it, it, it certainly is viewed that way. It was viewed by that way with the that chapter in the Williamson autobiography, because in the 30s, science fiction was not known to physicians and people in the real world. as. And so what he was writing must have sounded <laughs> yes. absolutely <laughs> irrational. And, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, any other titles that you're uh, interested in or uh, or the second part of the question, things that you think we should be reading during a lockdown? Well, um, the – oh, have I got any? I've, the other one I wanted to mention because it's also a book that's giving me a lot of pleasure at the moment. And as, huh. if, you, if you can give your listeners can get hold of in translation or in French, if they can read French, is um, Georges Sand's uh, autobiography. History of my life. Really? Um, and I've always kind of, I, I have not bounced off it. I've just thought, wow, that's a big book. And just thought, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll wait until I'm laid up with a broken leg or something. And now I'm reading it and it's really wonderful. It's actually the story of um, Oro Dudevant, George Sand's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it starts with the life of her father, who was this uh, really dashing young man who was um, a grandson of the Maréchal du Saxe, who was an extremely famous French general in the uh, late 18th century, in the 18th century. And he became uh, and he became a soldier of the Revolutionary Army. There's there's lots more about the revolution. There is a, a quite a quite a detailed account of what happened to Aurora's family in the revolution. It was kind of mixed. Um, but And then there's letters from his campaign uh, reporting on what would become um, Napoleon's march to glory. 
oh, mm -hmm. and how quickly between, I mean, how quickly the revolution returns to the old ancien regime kind of uh, formality and fancy dress and uh, um, deeply divided society uh, after the after 17, 17, I think it's 1796 is the Battle of Valmy when the mm -hmm. French revolutionaries um, fight off the forces of repression and reaction. I mean, the literal forces of repression and reaction, the armies of Austria and Britain and Germany. And then by the time Maurice is trying to make his, he's, he's basically and literally trying to make his fortune as a soldier. And he's mm -hmm. doing really well, actually, at first. Um, uh, it's in 1801. It's all over. Everybody's back in fancy wigs and silk stockings and um, swords and and uh, the canaille uh, at the gates with no shoes on. Uh, it didn't. It really didn't take long at all. Is That's there much about her own writing in the book? Oh, uh, the problem with this book is it does start <laughs> with the life of her father, and ah. I've just about got to the middle of her childhood. But I said it's a big book, and ah. her memoir of going to Spain when she was three or four years old. And I believe she did remember it because it's, 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 it's a fantastic story. Going to Spain and living in a palace in Madrid where she was left by herself and she used to wander around this palace um, uh, and in this baking hot, country, strange country because her mother was pregnant and quite ill and her father was busy, you know, wheeling and dealing. So she spent a lot of time alone and she used to go out on this balcony in the hot sunlight and look at the sun <gasps> and get those um, uh, lights in front of her eyes. And she didn't know what they were, but she thought they were beautiful. The little uh, colored lights that you see. Oh, she yeah, remembers yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That and uh, she also found out that somebody would answer her if she called her called. And she asked her mother and her mother just said, oh, it's Echo. And so she thought, oh, somebody called Echo out there. And she had this relationship with the Echo. Um, I am now just getting to her teens. And I think she's now going to, you have to be patient. Uh -huh. Why, you know, in, in the next, like, maybe 100 pages, maybe she'll start writing. But it's, but she actually is writing. She's writing mm -hmm. the story of Paris in 1801 to 1815, and it is quite extraordinary and, uh, to it's me, quite fascinating. It sounds George Sand is someone who doesn't get discussed much anymore, I don't think. Oh. Ah, so well, if you'd written a book about, <laughs> if you'd written a book about <laughs> Joanna Ross recently... Okay, that brings us... Oh, the Joanna Ross book, that brings yeah. us to the third thing. What do you have out in the world that you'd like to bring to people's attention or forthcoming? Um, um, well, I've got a book about Joanna Russ and um, I've got a, a collection that's still fairly new. Um, mm -hmm. So I've got forthcoming is actually it's not as forthcoming as it was a few days ago. Um, I've been preparing a new edition of the Boulder's Love series. Oh, good. And two of the the, the first two books were um, um uh, due to come out on the Masterworks list uh, mm. this August and this November. And if they're good, if they behave themselves and sell well, then the other three follow. Otherwise, they stay in the vault as e-books. Yeah, but um, um, coronavirus got them. Um, 
that they've happens. been moved on. They've been moved on. So far, it's just a few months, just a couple of months. So that's what I'm, I've been doing. I've been preparing the Boulder's Love books for this new edition. And when I have got clear of that, I'll get back to the book for which I was discussing, for, the, for which I was investigating madness. Madness. And we, but, should, we, should, we should mention the Joanna Ross book again because it's, as a university press book, it doesn't get a lot of distribution. I don't know if it's even available in the UK except as an e-book. Um, but it's, um, actually, yeah, actually, at the, I checked out on Amazon um, today, only on Amazon, so I don't uh-huh. know things, but on Amazon, you can only get the hardback at the moment or the Kindle edition. You can't get the paperback. Really? On Amazon UK, for some reason. Um, huh. Well, maybe it's just my connection. I don't know. I, mean, I don't have friends at Amazon. I don't know. Well, anyway, th- you can get the Kindle or the paperback or the fantastically expensive hardback on Amazon UK. And I suppose another in other outlets as well. Well, yeah. I, I think we should advise everybody to try to find it. I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. I mean, obviously, there's a trade paperback that sells more copies. I think they sell more e-copies of these things. But it's an excellent book. Uh, again, my congratulations on the Hugo nomination. And thank you for being with us. Yeah, I'm really pleased about the Hugo nomination. Yeah. Okay. And again, this is Gary Wolf. We've been spending 10 minutes with Gwyneth oh, Jones. No, sorry. <laughs> and uh, join us next time.